Good evening and welcome to Kingdom Consciousness. Tonight the sermon is entitled, What is it worth to you? What's it worth? We're in Revelations, the 12th chapter, verses 11 and 12. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Father God, be pleased, O Lord God, to speak your word. Let it flow through me as your vessel and water your plants, your seedlings, your trees. Hallelujah. Three things. They overcame him. Overcame who? The accuser of the brethren. That's what Satan is good at. He accuses you to you. He accuses you to other people. He undermines your thoughts and your values about yourself, your self-image. He tries to delay you or deter you by discouraging you in yourself. He tries to set you up by speaking wicked and evil uh, noxious things to other people about you and some fall for it some have sense enough to be able to discern but he is the accuser and most of all like he did with Joshua he tried to accuse him to God he tried to show that hey he's look at this priest he's clothed in filthy rags and Jesus said the Lord rebuke you is this not a brand plucked out of the fire? In other words, he's been in warfare. Hallelujah. He's been through. He's been down through because Satan has been throwing up flames everywhere, trying to burn him up, trying to consume him, seeking whom he may devour. But we overcome him by the blood of the lamb. Now, when we talk about the blood of the lamb, we know that the blood is sacred. The lamb was a sacrifice and still is the sacrifice for us throughout all eternity. But the blood is sacred according to the book of Leviticus and whoever spills the blood, the blood cries out from the earth as it did when Cain slew Abel. So the blood of Jesus continues to speak even now God hears the blood of Jesus that was spilled when they slammed that cross on his head, that was spilled when they beat his back with 39 stripes, that was spilled when he was carrying that cross up the hill, that was spilled when they plucked out his beard, that was spilled when he had prayed earlier in the Garden of Gethsemane that the, that the cup might be taken away from him that was spilled when they pierced his hands and his feet and that was spilled when they pierced his side and out came water and blood the same thing when a woman gives birth to her babies christ in the spirit gave birth to us amen christ gave birth to us and so we overcome by the blood of the lamb the blood that he told mary touch me not for I have not yet ascended to my God and to your God. He had to go to the mercy seat and deliver 
the blood once and for all, a full, sufficient, and perfect sacrifice. Then it says, and by the word of their testimony. The word is not accidental. I believe words should be capitalized because it's talking about Jesus Christ, the testimony of God is Jesus Christ. Our testimony is Jesus Christ. The good and perfect gift that came down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is the Word of God. He is the Logos of God. The only testimony there is, is about Jesus Christ and what He has done for you, how he has delivered you, how he has set you free, how he has blessed you, how he has provided for you, how he has cared for you, how he has healed you, how he has filled you, how he has quickened you, how he has empowered you, how he has delegated and sent you. That's the only testimony that matters. It says, and they love not their lives unto death. Now that's the key. What's your life worth? Amen. What are you holding back from God? Is is it just the Ananias and Sapphira offering that cost them their lives? Or is it that you love, when Jesus said to Peter, lovest thou me? Peter said, yea, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, feed my sheep, tend my lamb. Second time, Peter, lovest thou me more than these? Yea, Lord, you know I love you. Feed my sheep, tend my lamb. John 21. Third time, Peter, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved in his spirit, but Jesus reinforced it. Feed my sheep, tend my lamb. I've forgiven you for that threefold denial. I've forgiven you for that cursing to the handmaiden. I've forgiven you for trying to save your life while I was getting ready to sacrifice mine. No man took it away from me. I laid it down of myself and I take it up and took it up of myself. But I love not my life unto death. You have to learn to love not your life unto death like I did because they hated me without a cause. They're gonna hate you without a cause. They persecuted me, they're gonna persecute you. But my meat was to accomplish the will of him that sent me. So the very life, the very sustenance for me was to to do the will of my father which sent me. And as I said in my word, I do always those things that please him. Are we willing to sacrifice? Are you able, says the master, to be crucified with me? Yea, the sturdy dreamers answered, to the death will follow thee. The very Peter who said that he would fight, he would stand with Christ, Christ would never have his life taken away from him, was the very Peter that did everything he could to make sure he spared his and saved his own life. It says that they love not their lives unto death. Paul is a prime example. Paul said, those things that I lost, I count but dung that I may win Christ. He also said, to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. He says, I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Can we, like John the Baptist, 
first cousin to Jesus you would think would seek privilege, that would seek to defend himself, that would seek to claim his position uh, of entitlement because he said he wasn't worthy to unlace his shoes. He said that he must decrease and I must increase. And yet he baptized Christ. And when he baptized the Christ, the spirit came and descended upon him like a dove as he shot up out of the water. Well, now look, having all of that said, how is it then that I have to sacrifice my life and let this man cut my head off because of some little hoochie mama's dance when I just because I said it wasn't right for him to have his brother's wife because I told the truth I'm losing my life I'm losing my head do you love not your life unto the death are you willing do you surrender is it in word only is it indeed hmm when you're called upon like the John, James, James was killed. You're John, his brother. You're Peter. You guys were part of the inner circle. How is it that James gets killed? Do you love not your life unto death? And we're going to find out. Because the word of God says that Satan is coming in great wrath. He's already here. And we see it. We see the ugliness in society right now. We see all of the killing. We see the playing around of Putin. We see the rerunning on this election thing with Trump and all of the stuff that went on at the White House and the whole societal thing and the economy and everything else that's going on great wrath but the key is he only has a short time and he's trying to win a race that he's already lost and the key is that we need to remember that we are overcomers we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who strengthens us greater is he that is in us than he that's in them and in the world Christ is in us, the hope of glory, who said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the age. We don't have a thing to worry about. All we have to do is glory about what God has already done. Hallelujah.